This is Alan Seaborn from Winning at Home. Welcome to a shelter-in-place edition of In Progress, a podcast about faith, life, and how we grow. And obviously, the <laughs> I haven't heard it, but obviously the audio quality of this is going to be noticeably different than a usual episode. I don't know if you can quite hear it or not, but my dogs are wrestling in the background and growling at each other. Um, I'm also recording this on my phone, so <laughs> we are way far removed from the normal in-studio recording, um, but I wanted to share some thoughts here that I've been uh, kind of running through my mind over the past week, week and a half, two weeks. Um, and, you know, if you've been listening to the podcast and you've seen the past couple episodes that have released and um, they're not mentioning coronavirus, they're not mentioning COVID-19, it's because, uh, like I've mentioned in previous episodes, this podcast is recorded, uh, depending how on top of it I am, usually um, three, four, maybe five episodes in advance and then one posts every Monday. So a bunch of those were recorded when this wasn't really on our radar very much. It was happening uh, in China and then I don't even know if it had reached Italy or reached obviously the levels it's at in Italy now. Um, but when I had recorded the most recent episode up till now, uh, and then obviously the shutdown and social distancing and working from home has, uh, brought it to a point where now, however many weeks after I recorded the last episode, I'm here at home and kind of doing my thing like most or all of you listening are. I'm sure that there are many of us right now who, are in roles where we're able to continue to work from home and we're finding that new rhythm and we're figuring that out. Um, I know that some listening are working in uh, the roles that are essential to keep things going, whether that's working in a uh, grocery store retail type of environment, working in a healthcare setting, um, working in a first responder uh, or police uh, role, we are all kind of experiencing the same thing, but some of us in different ways. And as of the time I'm recording this, um, Michigan has put a shelter in place order. They're calling it like stay home, stay safe instead of shelter in place, but that's what it is. Um, and as I'm recording it, it's been um, a week and a couple days, I think, since that order went in place. And it feels weird to even say that because it feels like, it feels like it's been about a month. Um, and I'm guessing I'm not the only one who's feeling that weird sensation of how time is going right now. Um, what I've been doing over the past probably week and a half is trying to do a little... Um, video kind of sharing some of my experience that led to me starting this podcast, my unknown health stuff, and talking about how I'm, I didn't notice it right at first, but how I've been realizing that 
it sort of has prepared me over the last nine years. I've been practicing living in uncertainty. And so when it really hit home for me that this coronavirus on a massive scale was coming to the United States, uh, I'm guessing that each of us probably had a moment where it fully dawned on us. You know, maybe for you it was when schools closed. Maybe for you it wasn't until, um, you know, if you live in a state that has some kind of a stay-at-home, shelter-in-place kind of an order, maybe it wasn't until that hit. Um, For me, it was when, and I know this is dumb and weird, but this is just reality, it was when the NBA put its season, uh, you know, I view it as canceled. They call it suspended. I think they're going to try to um, play games if they can in a few months or whenever that is. And I was sitting, that was um, maybe four days, three days before schools closed here in Michigan. And I was planning on watching the game that was on ESPN that night. And the game was canceled. And I wound up just sitting on my couch with ESPN in the background for probably an hour just digesting what was happening. And it wasn't because I was like, oh, no, I'm losing the NBA. And the NBA, you know, I love it so much, which, of course, I feel that way. I love it. But that wasn't what I was feeling it was sinking in, okay, things just got real here. Because I had, you know, to some degree, been keeping up with what was happening in China, and I knew about the overwhelm of the hospitals and the health system. Um, I had seen that that was happening in Italy, and I knew that they were, um, you know, 10 days, two weeks ahead of us on the time frame of the virus really spreading and when the NBA canceled games and suspended the season it really hit home for me okay things just got serious the the United States is really going to be experiencing um, a significant level of stoppage and shutdown and spread and hopefully a response that most of us will if if at all possible will practice social distancing will be loving other people well by keeping our distance um i don't know if any of you have kind of struggled through this but for me it's obviously really counterintuitive to think the way that i love people is by staying away from them. The way that I do something to help is by doing what sort of feels like nothing and hanging out at home, not in person, interacting with other people uh, and just totally limiting contact that way. It feels very strange. It doesn't feel like we're doing anything, um, but it is the right thing to do, if at all possible. I know some some of you listening are in roles where that's not doable. Um, and I appreciate, we all appreciate you continuing to do 
uh, the roles that are essential to making things actually work. But for those who can at all, uh, we need to be staying home. We need to be staying in a way. This doesn't mean have people over to your house. It means FaceTime those people instead. Um, Annalise and I have been, we've played um, some games. We we download the Scrabble app and played that with a couple in our small group. And we pulled them up on Zoom. So we were video chatting while we were playing Scrabble against each other. And it was a cool way to connect. We just last night did a, we played a game I wasn't really familiar with. Ticket to Ride with our entire small group on a Zoom, or I think we use Discord, but a, a video chat, and just some ways that we can practice doing uh, this social distancing thing, but still staying connected. And um, I, that's not really my main th- thrust of what I wanted to talk about here in this episode, but um, now I want to kind of turn and talk about that. Because I want to talk about the moment for me when I was sitting in front of the TV with ESPN in the background and I was really realizing, oh man, like I I said, I've been following Italy so I knew at that time they were in a pretty total lockdown, a pretty close to, I think, quarantine. Um, I, some of those words, I don't know the exact difference in definition. You know, I've been calling what we're doing in Michigan like a shutdown or a lockdown, um, but whatever. It, so Italy was in something even more extreme than what Michigan is currently in. And I was sitting in front of the TV with ESPN on realizing, okay, this is about to happen in the U.S., and in that moment, I didn't know that in the next two days, I think it was two days later, I went to the grocery store, um, or maybe maybe it was a little longer than that, and you could tell that things were getting picked over. You could tell, I mean, obviously, we know the toilet paper, the hand sanitizer was gone. I was actually pleasantly surprised to find hand soap there. Um, and you know, I'm walking through the grocery store and I've had, I had the thought that probably most everyone listening has had, you walk through and you're like, what is, what is happening? This doesn't even make sense. I can't wrap my head around. How is this possible? And as we've looked at some of the things that were always just sort of, steady, reliable staples of society, we see that grocery stores, which obviously provide all the food we need and all the resources we need, um, were feeling the strain of this. And you look at our retirement accounts, the stock market, whatever it is, however you're connected with that, and those things are dropping like a rock. We look and go, okay, I'm not 100% sure how long my place of business is going to be able to stay open or how long uh, they're going to be able to 
you know, just kind of be on hiatus? And then are we going to jump right back into it? I think especially of those of you who um, work in, you know, restaurants, who work at places that, you know, at least in Michigan, those places are totally uh, shut down for people sitting in the restaurant. And there's still takeout and stuff, but that has a huge impact. And I found myself, too, looking. And now I know this is dumb, but I spend a lot of my time when I'm not at work. Just kind of my hobby is collecting basketball cards. And I'm looking going, wow, the card that last month I paid $50 for is probably would sell for 25 or $30 today. You know, and I we're all kind of seeing how this is hitting home in different ways and things. And I know that card thing is a stupid example, but I'm just telling you what went through my head. And as we're adjusting to this and as we're kind of realizing how many of the things that have just been a constant, reliable part of life for years or decades you know not being able to meet on sunday mornings in person for church that's disorienting that's really weird it's still strange to watch a video knowing that um you know the church that annalise and i attend i'm terrible at numbers but the auditorium probably seats 600 people maybe 700 i'm not sure and to know that it looks the same watching it online, but Pete's preaching to an empty room. That's weird. That's disorienting. And all these things that we, you know, were just everyday part of life have totally changed. And what I found myself thinking in the first couple days is I was reminded of this passage uh, from the book of Psalms. Psalm chapter 20, verse 7 says, Some trust in chariots and some in horses, but we trust in the name of the Lord our God. And I want you to think about that for a minute because when the psalm was written, what horses and chariots meant were stability, it meant armies, it meant the ability to move resources around, it meant Stability and reliability and security. And so the psalmist is writing and saying, some people trust in that. That's where they find their hope. That's where they find their security and stability. And that's what they can count on and trust in. He said, but we trust in the Lord our God. And I realized in that first day and slowly over time, over that first week, as things really started dawning on me, wow, I've put a lot of my confidence in things that are not stable, in things that not quite at a moment's notice in this case, but I guess it would be fair to say at a moment's notice might totally change, might become totally unreliable. 
Well, it's because I was putting my trust and my faith in things that weren't secure and stable in the first place. And I want to encourage and remind all of us that there have been some spots over the past days and weeks where we've been realizing some of the things that we found our stability and security, some of the things that gave us peace of mind weren't things that were steady, weren't things that are permanent. And what we can in the midst of that instability trust in is the steadiness the permanence the faithfulness of God and so what I want to encourage you to do and what I want to encourage me to do um, is to allow this moment to allow this uncertainty to help remind us of where (laughs) perfect time for the dogs to start fighting right in front of me. Uh, But I I want us to take these moments to remind ourselves how much confidence we were putting in things that don't last. And let's reorient ourselves toward trusting in Him. Because God is stable. God is secure. God is reliable. We can put our trust in him. And that it, it's easy to think, okay, that means if I trust that, if I trust in him, I'm going to have the exact outcome that I want. It means everything's going to go perfect. It means I'm going to get the answers I hope for. Um, and that's not the reality of the situation. But what we find, and really what I've been trying to share about my experience with my health stuff throughout many episodes of this podcast is that growing deeper in him is that learning to trust him more and more and more and to find our peace in him instead of circumstances because circumstances change i mean i obviously that's what we're all living in right now circumstances change extremely quickly and on an extreme scale and what we need to trust in instead of those is in our God because just like the psalmist could write thousands of years ago some people trust in horses and chariots the stuff that gives security and stability um, temporarily But we trust in the Lord our God. Let's be those people. Let's live and make that true about us.